Welcome everyone to an episode of Florida Man Weekly. I'm one of your hosts, Stubbs. And I'm Corn. And let's jump right into it, Corn. All right, for our first story story today for Florida Man Weekly, we have Joshua Wade Turner, 46 years old, out of Destin, Florida. Oh boy. Oh man. Uh, so uh, in the early hours of uh, uh, pretty much, uh, he was detained. Uh, he, uh, sorry, uh, police went to a welfare check in uh, Okaloosa County, Florida, and uh, someone called and said uh, there was this guy passed out close to a bank. <laughs> Oh man, it, uh, let me tell you about Dustin. Sorry, to, sorry <laughs> to cut in, uh, but I will say there are a lot of uh, Navy folk up that way, ah, and gotcha. uh, some of my sailors passed out quite a few times <laughs> while we were up there. You know, having a little bit of that feel-good juice. Oh, I'm sure there are a lot of great bars in Destin. Destin. So please go to uh, check on this guy who's passed out near a bank. He hands him his ID. He has his ID. His ID states that his name is uh, Patrick Pearson. Um, they run him through and come to find out that this guy is uh, Patrick Pearson is actually a wanted criminal. Wait, so this guy is not the wanted criminal? No, no. The, uh, the apparently the ID the ID that he gave the police officers is oh, of a wanted criminal. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so so rule number one: if you're going to pass a fake ID, don't pick someone that already has a criminal history, and don't pick someone that is already out for has a warrant out for his arrest. So this guy not only was the Creamyville crop and passing out at a bank, right? <laughs> he decided to one steal someone's ID. Yeah, he didn't do, I guess, a proper background check. No, this, no, no. Right? Usually, when I'm flaunting around my fake IDs, I'm always checking Facebook. I'm checking. <laughs> I'm checking. I'm Google I mean, searching. You got to. All I mean, that. There's stuff. all kinds of websites that they're now what white pages or, yeah. or mugshots.com or something like that. You can check. You can find anything on the internet. And basically, to, to wrap this story up, um, once they got him through the booking process, um, they figured out that he wasn't who he said he was, and then they uh, charged him with all kinds of things: battery on a law enforcement officer, possession of a stolen ID, um, giving stolen ID to said officers. So this guy's pretty screwed. <laughs> So he battered as well. Oh yeah! So when he got to the police, the uh, the the uh, precinct, he spat in the face of the officer. Oh. So spitting in the face once you've already arrested and you're in booking, in booking, that's a, uh, akin to throwing the gun. I mean, when you run out of bullets in I a mean, horror movie. I guess once you're there, all shits go out the window, right? <laughs> so might <laughs> as well rack up the sheet. You know? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where he found this ID at. I mean, did he pickpocket this dude that was wanted? I'm pretty sure he is it robbed his crowd, his yeah. buddy at the bar. Yeah, that's that's some that's some random mess right there. Jeez, definitely. Man, I mean, definitely not condoning <laughs> fake IDs, but definitely. Uh, yeah, if you're going to, let's be a little bit more smart. Do about your due it, diligence you when you're trying to pass off a fake ID. <laughs> I mean, we are talking about Florida man. Though, yeah, right? that is that is true. So that Florida man true. definitely. Uh, it's a good way to open, I think. I mean, not only do we have someone that is drunk, most likely, yeah. or some because, sort of intoxicated. Of yeah, because Florida man is always drunk. I mean, that's kind of his M.O., I believe. Yeah, yeah. His, his hidden superpower, if you will. <laughs> I'm telling you, the heat, the heat, we soak the heat in, and we just need more more liquor <laughs> the counter, to counteract yeah. the, the heat. I don't, I don't know if that works with alcohol, but, you know, if we can figure out, we can continue, I guess. I'm sure we can figure it out. <laughs> right. No worries. Well, there's also another story that was out there uh, that we decided 
uh, was kind of interesting. So without being a uh, sexual discriminant, we decided to pull up a Florida woman story. <laughs> All right. This woman uh, has definitely seen too many Merlin movies. Oof, yes. man. All kinds of Harry Potter. <laughs> yes. So sh- so this woman, uh, 28-year-old Sherry Tina Unowich. Oof, man. There's a little uh, foreshadowing in that name. Unowich. <laughs> uh, one witch, if you will. Uh, so this lady was a claimed to be some sort of psychic and sorceress. Mm-hmm. About 70 years ago, she had a client that walked in, uh, did a regular palm reading, uh, did some tour cards, whatever. And Miss Unowich here uh, decided that this client was in a very bad situation. Oh, there you go. You yeah, got to build and- that fear. Yeah, I mean, in fact, they were cursed. <laughs> <laughs> like those curses you used to be able to buy on Google? Uh, which is probably where she got it, ah, to be honest yeah, with you. you I mean, she probably bought a bad uh, bad batch of alcohol or something, <laughs> mixed it with some holy water, and started splashing it on them. Oh, cursed man. Her, right? Uh, so, yeah, so this lady decided to keep these clients understanding that they're under a curse for seven years. Wow. Yes, this client can't coming back mm-hmm. because Miss Unowich here said that, oh, I can take this curse off you, but you just have to keep uh, coming back, buying some of these nice candles, uh, do some meditation practices with me, have some stones. You know, man, and, uh, just just keep going. She's a great salesman. Yo, Shit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, she she racked up one point six million dollars in revenue over the seven years. I am in the wrong business. <laughs> I need to do some spell crafting. Somebody, uh, what's Harry Potter's email? Probably, uh, I don't know. Harry Potter at at uh, at sorcery dot gmail dot org. Sure, we'll go with that. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah. So anyone who's been uh, to some sort of psychic or palm reader knows that sometimes it can be true, sometimes not so much. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had an experience at a palm reader? Or um, yeah, I, I've been to one before. It was a long time ago over in the Casadega area, and uh, I felt it was more along the lines of her trying to read me, read the current interaction that we're having, okay. rather than trying to look into my soul to try to, <laughs> to try to figure out what's going on and what the future might hold but uh i mean it was definitely an eye-opening experience okay so do, do you feel like maybe what that person told you was somewhat relatable or accurate or like how, how'd you feel coming out of there um i felt like i uh, kind of wasted the money <laughs> And uh, I keep having this uh, draft come out of my account every week to said lady, and I still haven't canceled it because... Uh, well, you're probably up to like $2.3 million now, <laughs> so I might want to check that. Yeah, I remember when I had my first and only experience, uh, I was up in Annapolis, Maryland. This little shop that was on the corner of t- a pretty big, pretty big intersection. Never been to one. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. Okay. Let me stop stop in and, and see what this is all about. Yeah. I've had friends and family who's gone through and talked and gotten some readings and some pretty scary accurately stuff has been read about uh, to those people. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, maybe maybe there is something to this, right? I stop in, uh, I knock on the door, no answer. I'm like, okay, well this is weird. My first tell should have been noticing that there was no cars around. Yeah. <laughs> right? So about that, well, you know, I'll give it a shot because, you know, not all employees or people who work there always have a car at their place of employment. Yeah. Uh, so I thought this was uh, maybe the case. 
knock on their door again and uh some young girl probably about 16 ish or so opens the door i'm like uh-oh. Uh is this uh some a sort of kick place? Some sort of sign. I'm on? pretty sure did Chris Hansen open the door? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he was levitating above in the <laughs> ceiling, so uh to catch a predator. I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this was actually the uh, Pomeridier's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh the Pomeridier uh, I guess hadn't had a guest in quite a while okay. and somehow didn't see me coming for today's uh reading uh, or that day's reading. Uh so there she was actually in her room uh Setting up the, the tarot cards, uh, getting the rocks that we had mentioned to in this story kind of set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, oh, yes, yes, that's what I was expecting. You come on in. He's like, uh, I'm whatever her crazy made up name was for a sorcerer or for a palm reader is uh, and brought me in. Uh, so I was sitting there for a little bit as she was finishing set up and I was looking around and I noticed that this was an actual house. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't a shop. So these two people actually live there and the downstairs. Uh, and that's kind of, I don't know, that's just what they do. They're kind of like gypsies, if This you is kind of giving me some Saw movie vibes. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of felt that way when I was in there, <laughs> you know. Uh, so she asked me, I decided to go in. I told her, you know, I just want the, the cheapest thing you got. You know, I don't want to pay all this money because I don't really know about it. You yeah. know, it's my first time doing it. And I kind of want to see what you what you say to me. Yeah, I'll take the chicken bone special, please. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure she had some somewhere. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so it's just a basic tarot card reading. You know, we flip over a couple cards. I got to pick them. Uh, she flipped them over, and she proceeded to tell me different things. Uh, at the time, I was in a transition for work. Okay. Uh, and then she started ta- talking about some things about how I'd be traveling overseas, how I should be a writer, um, all this other stuff. And I'm just looking there. I'm like. I think you're about five years too late because all my traveling (laughs) is done and over with. I don't have money to do this. Uh, And she's like, well, you know, what's just trying to she's trying to get information from me. Yeah. And I I purposely lied uh, just because I wanted to see if she would be able to catch it. If she was a true sort of palm reader, what I would think. True sorcerer. Right, no, absolutely. That should be able to pick up on it. Nope, not at all. She just kind of went with my lies and, and told me whatever story I wanted to have. Oh, uh, man. And then she, but she did tell me, which kind of goes with this, that you have a lot of like negative energy in your life. And we have stones here that you oh, should buy yeah. uh, and place them in, in your sort of area, in your aura. So when you're at night or whatever, uh, it'll get off good vibes. It'll kind of erase some of that negativity. Uh, I was like, okay, well, how much are they? The stones themselves were two times as much as what I paid for the actual reading. <laughs> oh, I was like, man. Uh, not so much. I'm pretty sure those stones I can get on uh, Alibaba. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, they're the big salt stones. <laughs> yeah, you know? there you go. I yeah, got, we could definitely do it. I got a guy. Right. But needless to say, I wasn't a believer after that because it definitely definitely didn't work for me <laughs> so this lady here uh go back to Unowich, uh is now being incarcerated and she's owes all back pay of that 1.66 million of what she uh, was able to take from this client that's uh, crazy i hope she actually hid some of that money man so i'm guessing her uh her practice is probably over now oh definitely so, definitely definitely man there's a crazy crazy way to start start this up all kind of craziness and if you need stones i've got some stones that i'm selling just joking all right uh next we're going to move on to our weekly florida beverage tonight's beverage is from funky buddha it's called the hop gun oh kind of like top gun you know those those play of words yeah actually hop gun okay from funky buddha 
brewery out in Oakland Park, Florida. Where is Oakland Park, Corn? That's over in near the, uh, I believe that is in the, let's see, I think that's... Uh, I think uh, it's just north of north, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, somewhere over somewhere in that area. So I between believe. Boca and Fort Lauderdale, I believe, is, is is where it's at. If you like hops, this has all of the hops, and it has hint of grapefruit, pineapple with the smooth caramel finish. All right, well, let's let's pop this open and let's crack this open. Because I'm definitely probably need something to get through the, rest of the episode. Cheers. Oh yeah, that's good. You know, it's not as hoppy as I thought it was going to be. That's really, really good. You can definitely pair this with some wings or a steak or pretty much anything. This has a great, great aftertaste. This, man, uh, this is amazing. It's not too bad. So something that we're starting is actually going to be giving our ratings on the different beverages that we review here. Corn uh, will give his. Uh, myself will give mine. Corn, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, say what you would give these uh, this rating out of all right out of a uh, five or a cat five i would definitely give the funky booty fu- funky <laughs> funky buddha <laughs> funky, funky booty <laughs> that's for a later I mean, I might give you yeah that's definitely later, for it that's you know? a that's a late night podcast <laughs> right. but uh funky buddha hop gun i definitely give this a cat four. Ooh, a cat four rating okay uh for me yeah, I'm not a big hoppy sort of beer person, but this kind of mixed with an IPA uh, kind of makes it a little bit better in those in those fruity aftertones. Uh, I, I give it a cat three. Okay. All right. So Fair. cat three is what I give it. Definitely right. a solid beer. Solid, solid <laughs> no, beer. No, absolutely. All right, let's move on to our next story. Uh, if anyone's been sort of watching, not just in Florida, but sort of nationwide, there was a big break in an unsolved serial murder case. This is insane. Happened. Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, earlier this week, uh, this gentleman here was recently arrested and is now going to be going to court for a what 2003 2004 serial murder case yeah uh he's believed to be responsible for anywhere to four to seven uh, murders yes all right so his name is robert hayes uh he was arrested down in palm beach is uh where he is and where he's being held uh, he went to school in daytona beach at bethune cookman university wow so he close actually, to home no absolutely and get this he was actually a criminal justice major and graduated. Oh, man. Yeah. So Talk about guy, planning for the future. No, absolutely. So he definitely used his skills, obviously, to get away with it as long as he could. Uh, but it w- was eventually arrested. But it took quite a while to get arrested. Uh, I wonder why like, it took so long. To... Yeah, no, I think I think what the story is is there was a misprofiling on him. Ah, yes. So the original detectives uh, decided to, that the the serial killer, when they were starting their investigation in the early two thousands, was going to be a white male. Ah, okay. Of some sort of police or military background. So they kind of got power of it, uh, part of it, right? I mean, he was a criminal justice major, so he kind of had an understanding of how the law worked, how yeah. criminal justice works. Um, but the profiling itself was way off. And usually, like, um, just uh, listening to, like, ID Channel and uh, the Mindhunter series, usually those kind of profiles are just suggestions or strong suggestions. They're not word for word as, uh, uh, in terms of describing the individual, the individual or perpetrator to a T. 
No, absolutely. And I'm glad you actually brought up Mindhunter because there was a huge parallel. And this is a spoiler alert. Spoiler if alert. If you haven't seen uh, season two yet. And if you haven't, shame on you. Uh, it's so good. Go start watching it. Yes, we definitely give these, I think, a cat five from both of us. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, so what happened was these murderers, all but one of the victims were white females. Okay. And so... As you would learn in Mindhunter and as you learn a profiling, for serial murders, they hardly cross ethnicity lines. Yes, that's very rare. Right? So with the original profile, this says, okay, well, three of the four murdered were white females. Uh, so most likely it was a white male. Uh, completely wrong, as we saw. That's crazy. Yeah. Do we know how they actually matched this guy or found this guy? I believe they used DNA uh, genealogy to place him to match him to two other murder, the two other murders in Daytona. Okay. Um, I believe the that was uh, uh, Green and Patton. I believe their names were okay. Okay. And then uh, there was another uh, another uh, person that was murdered with a similar M.O., but they did not have any DNA to uh, match to her. So it was definitely more difficult. Yes. So, yeah, as you'll learn in Mindhunter, uh, definitely crossing racial boundaries is very rare. Um, and I'm not going to spoil any more of Mindhunter, but definitely go watch it. But there's also another parallel with this. Yeah. So most of his victims, once again, all but one, were prostitutes. Okay. Uh, if anyone remembers way back, I believe in the 90s or 80s, there was another high-profile serial murder case. I remember. Scary. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it was so high-profile that a movie was actually made, right? And, of course, we're talking about Eileen Warnos who decided that she would pick up Johns at a local biker bar and then take them out into the wilderness and, and kill them. So it's kind of crazy how it was a flip of roles yeah. for Robert Hayes and how he was killing prostitutes and how Eileen, she was killing Johns. Definitely. I have a, uh, what a, a, a even crazier parallel is a lady that I work with. Her ex-husband actually encountered Eileen Whoa. at the bar. Well, she uh, she actually bought him a drink, but he decided to not go anywhere with her. Oh, that's probably a really good decision. Oh, the, probably and the best decision of I his know, life. That's why he's still around. <laughs> the know? lady I work with actually said she wished he would have taken the bait. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> because they are... I mean, marriage always has their problems, but oh, that might yeah. be a little extreme. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We don't want anything bad happening. No, anymore. yeah, definitely, you know, definitely that's not. That's always the worst. But, man, uh, good thing he is caught. Uh, hopefully all the charges will come. Hopefully this guy will be put away for life. Uh, I don't know if you believe in capital punishment or if you agree with it or not. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely took four lives that we know of, a possible another three more uh, that they're still investigating. And who knows for anyone who hasn't been found yet. And I'm telling you, once they start running that DNA through the database and any other similar cases with an MO will pop up, they're going to tie him to more. Yeah, no, Absolutely. So, uh, good thing he's behind bars tonight. Definitely. All right. So, another little thing that we're going to start doing as well is going to be Florida Man versus the World. <laughs> All right. So, we know we have a bunch of crazy stories here in Florida. The craziest. But there are some outside of Florida that's going to be just as crazy, if not more crazy. <laughs> some of you <laughs> states, I can just smell the Florida on you. Oh, my gosh. All right. So what we do, uh, myself and Corn go through uh, all the stories that have been put out during the week uh, outside of Florida, mm -hmm. and we each pick one to see which one we think could actually compete to the Florida Man stories of that week. 
Um, my pick this week is actually going to be a story out of San Diego, California. I love San Diego. Uh, such a beautiful area. The climate's awesome. 72 year round, pretty much. Um, great beaches and the mountains right there as well. Not too far away. Got a chance to go to California the last couple of years for a uh, contest that I won with my wife and daughter. Oh, no and way. amazing. Yeah? Amazing. Oh, Traffic cool. sucks, though. Sucks uh, bad. Not as bad as DC or probably LA. Haven't been to LA. Uh, DC is Atlanta. Bad. I trump you on Atlanta. Atlanta's pretty bad. Yeah, oh. I agree. But anyway, so this lady, 27 year old, uh, she was sleeping one night, and <laughs> somehow or another, she must have been drinking too many of these hob guns that we had here, <laughs> uh, and had a crazy dream. Uh, she was being chased by somebody, and they were trying to steal her engagement ring. Okay. Uh, and she thought in her dream the only way that she would be able to get away so her engagement ring wouldn't be stolen would be to swallow it, right? Oh. Keeping her stomach uh, like a mule kind of coming across the border yeah. or flying in. Uh, yeah, like whenever I come home from the Bahamas, I uh, swallow yeah, my the contraband <laughs> and rum. <Right>. And uh, <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, right? Yeah. So this lady definitely realized in the morning that it wasn't a dream. Oh yep. man, she woke up next to her fiance who has spent who knows how much money. I mean, kind of see uh, this ring, this diamond here. It's pretty yeah. pretty big. They're in California. That ring's at least five five and a half carats. Yeah, that's a <laughs> I mean, whole lot of money. Maybe, maybe not that much, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably probably close, uh, but yeah. So she noticed her her engagement reading was missing, and then she remembered her dream that she had. She's like, "Oh my gosh!" Uh, she started talking to her her awesome fiance about it. Uh, she, then she gave her mom a call. Uh, in the story, she said that she was laughing for about an hour, hour and a half with her mom about this before going to the emergency room uh, to see what was going on with it. Uh, when she was in the emergency room, she had a couple options. The first one was to let it pass. <laughs> Who's picking? Anyone... <laughs> I wonder if her husband's going to pick through that. Right? Which would anyone who has dogs know, you know, sometimes that's the best way to go. Just yeah. let it pass and then dig through it after. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's true love. Right. Or the second option and the option that she went for was an upper endoscopy um, and had it removed surgically. And that's what she did. She got it out. It's clean. She's back on. Her fiance thought nothing of it, just wants to make sure to maybe tie a leash to it next time or some sort of zip tie so she can't swallow. <laughs> so now, so do you actually put the ring back on or do you clean it, get a new one? Or? Well, I think she'd have to worry about sizing anymore because it was able to slip right on and off. Now. Oh, that's true. You know, that's so true. that was my pick. I thought it was pretty crazy out of San Diego. Um, what, what do you have tonight? All right, my pick, I'm um, coming for you, Nebraska. Because oh, I can smell oh, the Florida Nebraska. on you. Them corn huskers. <laughs> <laughs> Police in, uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska say a 19-year-old woman sparked a, an apartment fire oh, because gosh. she was uh, burning love letters in her room. So, you know, uh, everybody, we go through relationships and, you know, we have our ups and downs and we have our exes and all that stuff. But she was so adamant about burning these love letters and sh and she had this rage built up in her. Burned everything that she had and ended up taking a nap while these letters were still burning on the floor. Woke up to her carpet on fire. Oh, and man. about four thousand dollars worth of damage. Whoa, just to her apartment? Or uh, just her, her apartment, apartment and a couple others. Man, look, I understand <laughs> you know revenge and stuff for your ex, but uh, as any good pyro would know. 
you never fall asleep when there's a fire going on. I mean, on. come on. That's I mean, like the first rule of Pyro. I mean, Smokey the Bear taught us all, I think, when we were growing up, you know, only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. It kind of goes the same with apartments, yeah. I believe. Always have a bucket nearby. <laughs> Oh, man, that is definitely crazy. Definitely crazy. Uh, well, yeah, so those are our two stories. Uh, we want to know what you guys think or yeah. if you think you have a story that trumps ours that can compete against Florida Man. Email your story submissions to stories at flmantoday.com. I'm definitely sure you guys have some crazy shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, definitely for sure. Uh, but yeah, so like we had mentioned before in our pilot episode that we want to talk about feel-good stories. I think we covered enough crazy uh, yeah. for tonight, right? So uh, I think we have two we want to cover tonight. Uh, All right, yeah. So we're going to definitely our Florida feel segment because definitely Florida isn't always serial killers, fake IDs, and sorcery. <laughs> Close, though. <laughs> um, this amazing story comes out of Tampa Bay. Now, I have a gripe with Tampa because uh, when you go down I-4 I and Tampa and it ends in Tampa, um, there's like a uh, – it smells like pee because <laughs> there is a uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, waste department or whatever. But right. ever since I was in high school, I've always driven to Tampa and it just smells like pee and it bothers me. So Tampa smells like pee, but you guys did some good shit here. <laughs> So uh, this uh, basically um, these two dolphins, uh, actually four dolphins, two mothers and their calves were stranded in a uh, retention pond and uh, call went out to any other uh, rescuers to help save them. So basically um, they mistook the uh, bridges to be barriers. So they were kind of stuck in there and uh, a couple of the rescuers got together, formed a human chain line and kind of forced the dolphins into Tampa Bay. Okay, so this isn't the Miami Dolphins. Is it? <laughs> no, I, I wonder how many people they're going to need to save their season. Uh, more Good than I Lord. think Florida has. So. I'm pretty sure that I could play for Miami right now, but I have a real job. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, this is definitely a good show of humanity, I believe. Oh, yeah, right? definitely, definitely. It's crazy how people come together for animals but won't come together for each other. No, absolutely. But my story actually kind of helps that point. Okay. Uh, so my story tonight uh, talks about the Jacksonville native I think we've all grown to know and love, the ginger headbanger. <laughs> so out of the past few years, ever since we've had hurricanes, this gentleman here uh, has gone out and stand in the hurricane and start banging head to some metal music. That is one, uh, that is an epic uh, head of hair. Oh, wow. Amazing. Definitely amazing. But anyways, <laughs> uh, I digress. So... Uh, this gentleman here, the, the Ginger Florida Headbanger, has decided to help out the Bahamas. Good. As we all know, Hurricane Dorian that came through just just wreaked havoc oh, man, destroyed on the Bahamas. That uh, most hurricanes tend to continue going. This one, once it hit Cat 5, stopped over the Bahamas for about five days uh, and just caused all, all sorts of damage. And the Bahamas' number one source of uh, for their economy is tourism. Yes. Uh, so this guy here decided to put together a GoFundMe page to help actually <laughs> send money to Dorian uh, and the Dorian survivors and those that need help in the Bahamas. Uh, they are on uh, GoFundMe. We do encourage anyone who hasn't done so yet and is trying to find some way to help out for the hurricane damages to visit him. His page is Lane Pittman versus Dorian on GoFundMe.com. 
That is one epic photo right there. Send what you can, and uh, we don't vouch for many GoFundMes, uh, only because you can never be too sure when people's asking for money. Oh, yeah. But this one is legit. He's getting support to kind of help get uh, shoot the money back down there. He's being super transparent. You can follow him on his YouTube channel. Um, and just such a great cause to help out. You know, yeah, I'll, def- I'll definitely hopes friends. and prayers go out to go go out to the people in the Bahamas and their families. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but so yeah, those are our two feel good stories. We have definitely good people out of Tampa, and then obviously laying out of Jacksonville that are doing doing good work. All right, tonight's sponsor is by is from Pete's Helping Hands. Basically, uh, Pete's, uh, I reached out to Pete for a uh, crown molding install in my house. And since I'm not the most handiest of people when it comes to tools I and know. measuring and all that shit, <laughs> Pete came over and kind of showed me what to do, what to look for, how to install this, and how to make it look good while not making me look like a complete idiot. Oh, so, <laughs> not too and, hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's all, and, and it was also at a reasonable price. Oh, so. Good. Definitely. Um, he is fully licensed and insured. Um, definitely take a look at his work at Pete'sHelpingHands.com. For a free estimate, call Pete at 386-562-8353 or email Pete at Pete'sHelpingHands.com. That's 386-562-8353 or Pete at Pete'sHelpingHands.com. Pete's Helping Hands. When you need another set of hands to get the job done, serving Volusia, Flagler, Orange and Duval counties. Well, we want to thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, once again, we encourage you to send your stories, any stories that you want to see featured on the show that's going to be held every Sunday here. Uh, email them to stories at flmantoday.com. We are on all the social media as well. Right. At flmantoday for Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the main three. Yep, and like we mentioned, our podcast will be available about two days after this show, and it can be found on Anchor FM, Google Podcast, or any of your other favorite podcast apps. All right, uh, thank you for joining us today for Florida Man Weekly. Join us next Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'm Corn, And I'm Stubbs. Y'all have a great night. Stay classy, Florida.